Father, you have not left us without leadership in this Antichrist world. For you will never leave your people, nor will you forsake us. May we follow you today with all of our hearts, with the worship and praise that you deserve. May we rise above the mere lips, lip service. May we execute your will, your perfect will with the heart as we salute our commander Christ today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, many have given their lives for the cause of righteousness and freedom in Christ. And this is something that I will always respect. I will always commemorate this sacrifice regardless of the American ground that has been surrendered to the Antichrist. I will never accept defeat. I will never quit. I will never leave a fallen comrade. That includes you, my brothers and sisters in Christ. I pray for you. And I seek the will of God to be accomplished in your life as well as mine. Because we are in this together. It is one team and one fight in Christ. I saw that Elon Musk had posted on Twitter today. He says, in remembrance of those who failed to preserve the light of freedom. Now I find this interesting that he used the word light because that is the light I wish to speak to you of today. I agree about this light. But this light is Christ. The light that I point you to. The light that I wish to seek today. The light that many have died, have given their lives for that I could preach and point others to. And speaking of these faithful comrades, there is one commander that I definitely want to salute today, and that is the Commander Christ. We read about him in Isaiah chapter 55, which is in our scheduled reading. Verses 4 through 5, we read about this Commander Christ that I salute today. It says, Behold, I have given him for a witness to the people, a leader and commander to the people. Behold, thou shalt call a nation that thou knowest not, and nations that knew not thee shall run unto thee because of the Lord thy God. And for the Holy One of Israel, for he hath glorified thee. This is the commander Christ, and I liked it so much that I titled today's episode Commander Christ, number 150. I'm not so much interested in the projected commanders of this world, the human images, even such as Queen Elizabeth that was just projected on the stones at Stonehenge. I saw a Twitter post where the Twitter account for Stonehenge says our spellbinding homage to Her Majesty the Queen. We've projected eight portraits of Queen Elizabeth II onto Stonehenge in celebration of Platinum Jubilee. Now, I do not find it a coincidence that they use such verbiage as spellbinding. But this is a false light. This is not the light that I'm pointing you today, today, my friends. I am pointing you to the Commander Christ, who is the light of the world. Jesus Christ, the Son of God. 
Saw another interesting post on Twitter by a Paul Ward. He said, Christians should always be on the side of laying down our rights for the benefit of the vulnerable. This isn't up for debate. I can only guess which of the Antichrists are projected to be the vulnerable in our day, that is for sure. But it surely isn't the unborn in the womb who are the most vulnerable. So either they are God-given rights or they are not. And if they are God-given rights, these rights are rights that many have died for. That we ought to be willing to die for. And you tell me to lay these rights down? No. You lay these rights down and then the vulnerable get slaughtered as they get slaughtered today. And if these rights are not from God, what in the literal hell are you talking about then? What rights are you talking about if they're not rights from God? If America does not care about American lives in the womb, I do not expect America to care about fallen American lives on the battlefield. I don't expect it. Why should you? Not only do these antichrists do not care, they troll you with antichrist hate and propaganda thinking that they are somehow going to win me over with such vile. The trolls are increasing. They do not comfort. They terrorize. Because a troll has no comfort in their life. They're only miserable. And they want to project this misery onto those around them. But those who have been comforted, such as I, those who have been comforted by the Commander Christ, we desire to share this comfort with others. Have you not been healed from a sickness or an injury in the past that you told somebody else how you received comfort as a result of a specific remedy? Well, I've been comforted through Christ. And I share this comfort with you today. We read in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3 through 4, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforteth us in all tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. Now in order to be comforted, from something, there must be some sort of pain and infliction that is brought upon in our lives that requires us to seek for relief, to seek for comfort. In verse 6, and whether we be afflicted, it is our consolation and salvation which is effectual in the enduring of the same sufferings which we also suffer, or whether, be, or whether we be comforted it is for your consolation and salvation. So I'm still trying to figure out where and why the health and wealth preachers never preach these verses that we read today concerning this suffering and affliction. My body grows older, and I am comforted through the peace of God through Christ. And this is what I'm learning. 
I'm learning that if you are already dead to the flesh and alive in Christ, the death of this flesh has little hold. 2 Corinthians 1.9 But we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God which raiseth the dead. It is with this knowledge that I have hope, that I have comfort. We do not have to know very much of the Bible at all to comfort others with the love of Christ. And I have found that little biblical knowledge with, with much sincerity destroys no sincerity with much biblical knowledge. 2 Corinthians 1.12 For our rejoicing is this, the testimony of our conscience, that in simplicity and godly sincerity, not with fleshly wisdom, but by the grace of God. We have had our conversation in the world and more abundantly to you word. It is evident that people do not care how much you know until they know how much you care. Just remember this, my friends. Satan knows the Bible better than you, O wise Christian. And just in case you thought that you had God all figured out, we come to Isaiah 55, 8-9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Every time that I think that I'm in, going in the right direction, the Lord points me in another direction. His ways are always above my ways. And every time I say I'm not going to do, do something concerning the will of God, it, it's exactly what the Lord wants me to do. His way is not easy. It comes with much pain. It comes with much affliction. But he promises to comfort us through that pain. He promises never to leave us nor to forsake us through that affliction. The knowledge of the Bible has never been a spiritual measuring stick. It's the exercise thereof within the will of God is where the measurement is found. It's within the will of God that we find our seal in Christ and you are either sealed in Christ or you are not. Verse 22, who hath also sealed us and given us the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. And I'll tell you this, my friends. Your denomination seals nothing. It's all Christ. Your denomination seals nothing. For the denominations who believe they have dominion over my faith, I will say, think again, and I will refer you to verse 24. Not for that we have dominion over your faith, but our helpers of, of your joy, for by faith you stand. And for the sake of exclamation, I will recite a phrase that I remember as a kid that floated around, that immediately surfaced as I thought of this type of dominion. Dominion D's nuts! <laughs> That's what I have to say about that. You're not, you're not having dominion over my faith. I stand in faith and by faith alone in Christ. And it's with this faith that I seek to be a helper of your joy. As you seek to be a helper of my joy, we comfort one another. 
as we look to our commander Christ. The commander who feeds a hungry world, a thirsty world. And my question is, are you hungry? Are you thirsty? Come and eat, come and drink. The tables are spread out. Isaiah 55, 1 through 3, Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come you to the waters. And he that hath no money, come ye, buy and eat. Yea, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. You worried about inflation, my friend? Turn to Jesus Christ. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? Hearken diligently unto me, and eat you that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Incline your ear, and come unto me, here, and your soul shall live. And I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. The table's laid out, it's spread out. Come and dine, my friends, for the time is running out. Verse 6 and 7, Seek ye the Lord while, he'll, while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return unto the Lord. And he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. And it's every day, that I seek to preach the word of God to all who will listen. And I believe this. I believe that someone is watching, someone is listening, and someone will respond to the Lord even today. Verse 11, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth, that shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. Find the peace of the Lord today, my friends. This world does not have any peace to give. I go out on my prayer walks, as I will today, by the grace of God. And I have the utmost peace as I seek Him for every breath and every step. I hear the mountains sing. Verse 12, For you shall go out with joy and be led forth with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth before you into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. I hear them sing as I walk in the peace of Christ. Yet so many ignore the God who is clearly seen within the creation that we read about in Romans chapter 1. We are without excuse. And this is why people fail to understand the judgment of God that it's near, it's coming, it's pending. Hear the peace of the Lord today because of the judgment of God will be here tomorrow. We read in Numbers 33, 4, For the Egyptians buried all their firstborn, which the Lord had smitten among them. Upon their gods also the Lord execute, executed judgments. I saw a post from Andrew Torba and Gab, he says, concerning a deadline post, a headline on May 27th that reads, Jamie Foxx, never thought I would live in a Christian society where they would let little children die over and over again. Now, I'm sure that he's referring to the slaughter of the elementary school children recently, but why does he not referred to the unborn in the womb, the vulnerable. 
those that are aborted. Quit supporting abortion. Repent. Trust in Jesus Christ. Then at the same time, as they slaughter the unborn children for convenience sake, because they do not want these children migrating in this world, they allow unfiltered immigration, antichrist even so immigration, to pollute this land, to further pollute this land. But yet we read in Numbers 33, 52, Then you shall drive out all the inhabitants of the land from before you and destroy all their pictures and destroy all their molten images and quite pluck down all their high places. In today's terms, that would equate to destroying their pornographic images, destroying their political idols, destroying their religious high places that blaspheme Almighty God. But what does the Christian of our day do? They sit home and scroll the internet and watch Netflix and chill with Christian apathy. But we know this, my friends, that Christian apathy never ends well. Verse 33, 55 through 56, But if you will not drive out the inhabitants of the land from before you, then it shall come to pass that those which you let remain of them shall be pricks in your eyes and thorns in your sides, and shall vex you in the land wherein you dwell. Moreover, it shall come to pass that I shall do unto you as I thought to do unto them. Do you feel pain? Do you feel that you are afflicted today? Let me ask you a question, my friend. Is it self-inflicted because of apathy and refusal to repent before an almighty God? Is it because there is a refusal to follow the commander, Christ? And it's him that I wish to be foremost in our memories today as we think about the sacrifice of those who have fallen for righteousness, freedom, and truth. Psalm 150. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of a trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with the stringed instruments and organs. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. I pray that this episode of Gospel was a blessing to you. And if you would like to become a team member of this Christ work, simply pray. Pray that God would use this podcast mightily for his glory. Share the episodes wherever you can and support with a subscription if you're able to do so. We are in this together, Christ friends. Keep up the good fight.